0: Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Raines. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Wow. Never thought I'd start off an episode like this and never do a podcast and drive, Asher.
1: <laughs> I mean it's basically a call and I can focus on a call.
0: Okay, don't <laughs> look don't look at your screen then. Yeah, I'm not. Where are you Thanks. going right now, dude?
1: Thanks, Person. I am on my way to work.
0: Oh. Yeah, for those you really- Can you tell the listeners uh what you do? Because I don't know if anybody knows your side so, job.
1: So Right now. I am doing carpentry, and I pretty much cut out beds for a custom Murphy bed business. Um,
0: what's your what? And what's your side gig? What What are you trying to get off get up off the ground right now?
1: The the side gig is races in other places other than Texas.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it.
1: So. That and is the plan.
0: For those of you listening, my side gig, if you don't already know, is school and flipping things. I go to thrift stores, buy them for really cheap, and then sell them on eBay for what they're worth. So, nice. yeah, so that's what yeah. we do outside of race uh Yeah,
1: we we got to do other other stuff to support ourselves too.
0: <laughs> yeah, the old race drugging ain't bringing in enough to feed the family, huh?
1: <laughs> not not to feed Asher at least. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. so for everybody listening, Briston is the type of guy where every once every once in a while I'll hop on Instagram and I'll see like a suggested for you page. And it'll be a new business that Briston <laughs> has started. <laughs> so most recently, most recently I hopped on Instagram. And I saw this little Instagram uh, page pop up, and it said "Rains Customs." Oh my gosh! And I was like, <laughs> <"Huh>, "I wonder." <laughs> I can only imagine that that has to do with Mr. Briston Rains. So sure uh-huh. enough, I click on it, and uh, yeah, he's he started up a whole another business. So
0: yeah, I got I got a couple. I got a couple. I got I got <laughs> that one. So we do custom apparel. And Carly she's doing Christmas cards for people so she, the cost we charge for Christmas cards is half the price of anywhere else and so it's pretty competitive but we do a good job Carly does a good job so yeah we got that I'll link that down below if y'all are interested but um yeah and then I'm also working on a card game right now and yeah. so that's all I can say about that but
1: it's in the works
0: yeah um Cause I like playing card games sometimes. And so we're making a really unique card game. So yeah. yeah, on top of school, on top of flipping, on top of athletics and uh Texas outlaw. So we make yeah, it win. all going on. Whenever I graduate in May, I'm going to be doing a race every single month. It'll be on the second Saturday of every month. And so I already got my race schedule planned out for 2023 and
1: 2024. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. And Asher, Asher, are you planning on doing? uh, What's your plan for twenty twenty
1: three? I think the plan is to do one every other month, starting with the race in May, which will be Feel the Burn, and that's just uh, that's gonna give me enough lead time because I still have to figure out my my late year races. Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess early year. So like the. Uh, January and March race. I still need to figure out what I'm planning on doing for those. But um, I think I've got some good ideas for the other ones. So, yeah, i okay. be looking forward to that and uh, hearing about that here soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, there you all go. There's an inside in our life of what we do every day and <laughs> what we're planning. So, through that, mm, that is some hot coffee. So, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, okay. y'all may know this. And the reason I bring this up is because of my coffee mug. I don't know if you can read it Asher. It says the King's University. Uh, so originally I was not planning on going to school. I was just going to get my bachelor's. That was it. But the Lord has some other plans. And so I'll be going to a, another university to get my master's in theology. And so I'm looking forward to to that that's exciting so that's where i just came back from this weekend i got a coffee mug from them that's it reminded me of it so that's why i mentioned it um so th- this guy named levy he slid up and he listens to our show So a shout out to levy and he slid up because we were doing i did trail work for three days for the race coming up and he was like he tra- he slid up and said is the next episode going to be um trail work tips and tricks or something like that <laughs> but uh yeah, that was that was something. Three days straight of trail working.
1: So, so do, you, do you have any trail work tips and tricks that you can share oh. with us? Know oh, what it's like, you know, to have to clear a trail. Uh, well, I think it's and, pretty
0: self-explanatory. I think,
1: yeah, I mean, you would think, but okay, g- give the knowledge, bro.
0: Okay, here's some here's some serious advice on it because these are some things that I wish I would have known before. Um, when you're gonna go cut a trail. First thing, try to use existing animal trails to make a trail out of. Um, And then second thing is before you actually start going in and cutting the trail, actually walk through the entire trail to make sure the way you're going is even, you can even make anything out of it. Because there were several times where I started cutting a trail and it ended up leading into this huge drop-off creek and I couldn't even use it. So go ahead of yourself and figure out where you're going to market or, or not market but you can market i didn't but where you're going to go with it and then if you don't have a chainsaw like me you can leave the big logs there for people to hop over and uh <laughs> and you're just if it's grassy you'll use a weed eater to just get rid of all the grass and create the single track trail you'll use shovels to get rid of the roots you're going to be cutting logs Kinds of crap covering the trail um hedge trimmers came in super handy this year i didn't have those a year before so i was able to clear a lot better um so anyways and then if it's there's if there's a bunch of leaves on your trail rake it out so that you could actually see where the trail is and so that's how you make a trail it ain't, it ain't too hard it, it is hard work and it is time consuming but um yeah so that's how you do it.
1: I like it, bro. Yeah, uh, one thing I'll share is the one time I had to cut trail. and I didn't have to, but I made a trail just for fun. Uh, I chose to do it in the, in the winter. And that made it a lot easier because a lot of that underbrush is dead. And so you don't really have to do as much cutting, but it's a lot of, especially if you live in a uh, very forested area, it's a lot of moving leaves out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is it's easier to kick leaves and, to, and to rake leaves than it is to uh chop down a bunch of thorns so i was i was kind of thankful for that um but maybe maybe consider time of year whenever you're chopping whenever you're making your trail
0: oh yeah yeah that's it i i figured that was a given that's why i didn't mention it but yeah if you're cutting shell do it during the fall or really winter time yeah. uh, when everything's dead and yeah, it'll make everything easier for you. So I always thought it'd be so cool to buy a bunch of land somewhere and just build a sweet trail system in it, man. If I ever get anything more than five acres, then I'm going to have a trail on that bad boy. Yeah. So, like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the dream home. Everybody, you know, everybody's dream home on Pinterest is like this, like whatever <laughs> mine's a bunch of trails in the backyard going through the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that might be every trail runner's dream. Is that your dream, Asher, to have a bunch of trails in your backyard?
1: (laughs) Is that I just have like 50 acres and then just trails everywhere. Yes, that's the dream.
0: (laughs) All right, so Asher and I have this running joke that we're going to, together, buy 1,000 acres, split 500 of it, and then Asher gets 500, and I get 500. And then every Sunday we'll meet in the middle of the two properties and have church
1: with our big families.
0: <laughs> with our big families,
1: uh-huh.
0: that's our joke. That's our joke that's been running. But I feel like it might actually come true.
1: Might come true, bro. You never know.
0: Whatever. We're like eighty years old, probably. But
1: <laughs> everybody's moved out by then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Trust me. It's... Uh, yeah. So, Briston. I don't I don't think this has been shared yet. Maybe you but uh you recently got the Cook County Patriot 5K USATF certified. Oh yeah. That's exciting news.
0: Yeah. So the five K course, there's this five K I put on in my hometown, Gainesville, Texas. And it is it is actually being processed right now. It's gotten through the first approval stage, but there's a guy that went out and measured it and marked it for me and it is getting USA TF certified before the race, December um, 17th, I believe is the date or 16th maybe. And what that means is that if someone wanted to come out to the race and set a world record or something, um, they could do that and it would be official. So
1: That's, that's kind of a cool feeling.
0: Yeah. And, and it also, like, people want to know that their 5K they're running is exactly a 5K, and so that they know it's a true PR if they were to the PR and it's not short or something. Right. So it, it just gives it a lot more legitimacy as, as to the distance, the true distance. So, yep. So, you know, that happened. And then go ahead.
1: I was going to say so as the, uh, so you marked it initially. You drew up the map. How close was your measuring or measurement of a five k to the actual five k? Um, from
0: what I've from what I saw is spot on. I mean, it's at, it's an out and back, so it, it doesn't get too tough. Yeah, I didn't have a measuring wheel, but I had you know my GPS and Strava running. So yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it was pretty pretty on the spot. So. And the backland coming up too, and that race is exactly four point five miles. Also, so yeah, I get it on the spot somehow. So,
1: oh, that's awesome.
0: Hey, we're gonna be uh, for the Texas runners or really just anybody. A lot of people come to this race. We're gonna be going to the Bandera Trail Runs in Bandera, Texas, um, in January. I think it's January tenth, maybe. And we're going to have a Texas Outlaw tent. And so if you're going, stop by and say hi. It's going to be December or January 7th to the 8th. So yeah, we'll be around then, y'all. And so if y'all see our tent, stop by, say hi. Ash, are you going to be there?
1: Uh, where is Bandera?
0: It's, it's like near San Antonio. Kind of. Not really, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I might have to be. That sounds, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to plan. Being there,
0: okay, yeah. So y'all stop by. Um, Brian Hill is one of our Texas outlaw league guys. He's gonna be running the hundred k there, and he, he messaged me about pacing him, and so I might I might be pacing him. We'll see, but it'll be fun. So yeah, there's some stuff stuff to look out for. Um, so Asher, I want you what what's some running wisdom that you've gained over the past eight years you've been running or ten years however long.
1: That's a fantastic question. That's a you know, you could go so many ways with that. Um I think most recently I've been thinking about uh consistency and recovery. People don't I've been in the well so for so long of extending or of being on a very short recovery. Uh, time frame whenever, kind of like you were saying last week, I think you were talking about recovery and, and getting that deep tissue recovery. It was before your race, it was before conference. Yeah, you were, like, I'm gonna take you know this entire week and pretty much just get my deep tissue recovery. Um, before the race, or maybe it was after, but yeah, uh, you, you, you have to put as much effort into the time between hard workouts as the hard workout itself and I think that people don't think about so can I can I
0: jump off that real quick yeah for so I will say after you run after a day of a hard workout as far as people running fast stuff this is like you know if your training is if you have workouts in it if you if you do a super hard workout or even a long run one day the next day you might want to pick it up and go fast, or you might want to go a steady state pace to where it's it's kind of uncomfortable. It's not super easy. But let me tell you, to go super easy and truly recover, it hurts. Psychologically and physically, you just want to go so much faster, but you have to force yourself to go slow. And it is. it can be a battle. It can be tough, especially when you have peers, when you have Strava. Strava is, if you're those of you who don't know, it's like the Instagram, it's the social media of running, and you know you have Strava, and you don't want somebody to see your slow pace. Um, you gotta just got like, get over that stuff and get into the recovery zone, and it's it's hard to run slow because I've done it before. I I've made myself run nine minute paces, and it was very hard, you know. But that's what it takes, and then after so. Yeah, I finished my cross-country season conference. And then I took a week off, seven days completely off, no running. And then um, just now, I'm I'm getting back into it. But I'm running a day, resting a day, running a day, resting a day. So I'm easing back into training, going into track season now. And so I'm training. And my goal is to run a 16-minute 5K. So anything under 17 minutes. That's my goal. So, um, yeah. So there's some training wisdom that we have. You got anything else on that, Asher?
1: Yeah. The last thing I was going to say was – actually, I don't remember. So never mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I've got on that as well. But it's, it's such an important part. And if you guys really want to perform and run your longest distance or your fastest race, you really got to focus recovery. But at the same time, you don't want to idolize recovery and do too much recovery because then you're just not going to progress at all. And so that's why you get out of your balance. That's why it's good to have two workouts a week in a long run. Generally, depends on the race. But two workouts a week in a long run, the rest easy runs one rest day, you'll be good to go.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, I remember what I was gonna say. So back to what you were talking about, um, like the whole Strava thing and yeah. just letting people, letting other people's runs get to you. Mm. If if you're on Strava and uh, I know that you know probably most of our listeners are. Uh kudos to the ones that aren't <laughs> um <laughs> but you could <can, laughs> right you have to take the pride aspect out of your training. And like the other day, uh, and I used to struggle with that a little, like right when I got into it, I was focused on, I I would think, I would literally think during workouts, I was like, okay, is this going to be an impressive run on Strava? And that should, that is not the goal every day. Um, the goal should be you're running the pace that you need to be running, you know, by fuel. Um, but if, if you're doing that, you're going to burn out obviously. Um, but I was going to say the other day I ran, (laughs) I had to force myself to run eight minute and 22nd mile pace for five miles on the treadmill. And that's not fun. And it's also not a pretty thing on Strava, but (laughs) that's what I needed. And so yesterday I felt great. And today I have a workout. So it's like I've recovered. I'm good to go for, uh, for what I do today. So
0: that's the one that gets three kudos, huh? yeah
1: probably yeah. nobody thinks
0: all right y'all thanks for listening we have these shoot the bull episodes every monday and I'm, I'm gonna have the dinosaur valley um race in north texas coming up it's it's soon to be a western states qualifier and so my goal is to interview the winner of that race and so that will come out towards the end of this month on a saturday and if you guys like the show um and want to support us we have a patreon all of our Patreon donations go back into the show to make it better. And that's all of that. Asher.
1: Happy trails.
0: Happy trails. And I, I never know how to end these out, man. <laughs> let me just say this. If you're running and it's a Monday, have a good
1: Monday. <laughs> all right. Like that. See y'all next week.